Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. This is the high budget production on low budget radio. This is Love Sport Radio with Achtung uh, Millwall. Can I answer you? Ask you a question. You know, on your, you know, on your uh, but that's Nick Hart over there in the corner, the daddy of greetings, all things, listeners. The daddy of all things Millwall Radio. <laughs> uh, poor Hollywood lookalike available for hire. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. Speak to Paddy if he's not there. Don't leave a message. Um, Where do you get your like? Jingle. Who's the woman on Achtung Mill? Ah, the mystery voice, the yeah. ger- the German um, yeah. or the American. Did you actually recruit like a p- proper German person? No. Do you know what? I get those from online voice generators. I go on there, and you can type in your own text, and some voices work better than others. But you can select your accent. You know, whichever whatever accent turns you on, listeners. What ones do you like? Um, you can pick out your choice of accent. Can you change it up to like Nigerian pigeon? <laughs> Indian, one. Indian ones don't work very well. <laughs> <laughs> Some accents work really, really well. Like? Um, well, American Irish ones work, work very nicely. Um, Acts on Millwall, mate. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, Jeez, look at that drongo walking given, through given that the Ivory. Given <laughs> the club's got a lot of issues going on at the moment, I'm trying to select my way of describing the Nigerian accent. Probably isn't the most beautiful no, one I've, no, I've ever no, heard. No. But, you know. What about downtown Joburg? <laughs> That's not a good one either. Downtown <laughs> Durban. Um, so I don't select those ones. So, no. uh, but I, I, I do like a, a nice soft German accent. Or, always, yeah. always good to know. Always good to know. Nick Hart, of course, from <laughs> Acton Mills in the building, as is young Mickey Avery, armed and ready. How was your Valentine's Day, gents? Uh, we went to see, a, a, this is a bit of culture now for listeners, culture, culture. I, I like to raise your, 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 your tone out there, and we went to see a Harold Pinter play with Daniel, Danny Dyer and Martin Freeman from The Office, and it was called um, uh, The Dumb Waiter, it was called The Dumb Waiter, and it's, um, it, was, it was very kind of avant-garde. 
the, the Pinter Pinter uh, Theatre. You weren't yeah. expecting that reply, were you? No, I wasn't. That's blown you off. I thought you were saying we went down the Star of Bengal. <laughs> <laughs> Where I was trying to get voice recordings of to Millwall, yeah, but they exactly. weren't doing it. I kept going up to the I kept going up to the waitresses and asking them to read this card. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't do it. They just wouldn't do it. Mickey? Well, we weren't a very good one for uh, Mrs. A and I because all of the things I had my eye on in the club shop when I went to buy them were out of stock. <laughs> well, we're going to have the club shop update. Valentine's at the club shop. We're gonna, we're gonna have, is it a Valentine's update today or is it a I'm, we're getting divorced and I'm moving out? There, there, there is a Valentine's segment in the uh, this week's club shop update. I'm looking forward to the club you shop You will update. like this one, I'm telling you now. Nick's had, Nick's had a preview. We've had a couple of chuckles some outside. Good, some good items. Some good there. items today, everyone. Uh, earlier on this week, I headed over to acast.com where I caught up on the latest episode of Actung Mill mm. and I can safely say it's the best night's sleep I've had in a long, long time. <laughs> no offence, Nick. What was going on at the Den Tuesday night? I've got to say, so I've got a cut in here. I literally just said to Nick about five minutes ago, I said, mate, I've had to listen to that just to see how you covered that game because it, it was a dull affair. It's really it tough. I mean, I don't know if the plight of podcasters is really taken seriously enough in the world of football, but I mean, if you're going to serve up basically a blank sheet of paper and then ask you to comment about it afterwards, it is tough. You know, I mean... You, Professional paint drying contest might have um, done a better job for us. Um, it, it's, it's an affliction. I mean, I'm going back to the Rotherham game the other week. Um, nil-nil, dreary game. Um, very drab performance at Swansea. One-nil loss there, of course. And then we get served up that old um, tosh on, on Tuesday night. And I don't know what to say, really, because it's... We were just having this conversation outside, pre-going pre on air, that the only Millwall event I feel like I've been to this season was the uh, the Everton game. The only, the only, I mean, it was a big game, big cup night and, and all that came with it, but that felt like Millwall. That was, you know, the atmosphere was electric. The, the performance matched the, the, the atmosphere. The, the team were fired up. Um, other than that, it's been drab and dreary um, losses away from home and insipid football at the Den and... I really do, you know, my thought on, on Tuesday was we've got to clear the whole lot. If, if you lost every single player at the moment from that team, I'm not sure it'd break my heart. Mm. Yeah, there, there is an element, isn't there, where, you know, last season you had Sean Hutchinson where he had to play. You know, you had Meredith had yeah. to play. Romeo, you're right. You're right. There is not a single player you can look <clears> at now. Mate, there's maybe an argument with Lee Gregory, but the formation we're playing at the moment doesn't suit him. But, yes, there is a degree where it's a bit like, who, who would you miss if they weren't playing? I, I, I like Gregory, but what I'm liking are the the very functional values of hard work, running, and non-stop effort. He's, he's you know he, he's not a natural goal scorer. He's he's, he's a player that reminds me a bit of um, you know Kevin Keegan of old in that he wasn't naturally that talented. He just made up for that in sheer hard work and made a career out of that. Lee Gregory, to a degree, has also made a career from from those kinds of values. And, and good luck to him. I, I like him, but. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, the, the team that turned out on, on Tuesday night and, and other times for the season, would, who, who, who would get that upset if any of them left? You know, um, mm. it's, do you care? I mean, it, this is the problem. We, when you don't care that much, that's not very Millwall. And I, I'm, I'm just finding at the moment the team doesn't, doesn't excite me. Let's be fair, the only exciting thing Tuesday night was the curry on offer in hospitality. What was exciting was the fact that I was getting eyeballed by two stewards who maybe think that the idea of a podcaster in the stadium is, is crosses some red line now of, of security or something? But I was getting eyeballed by the stewards. Did, did you go? Did you go and iron them out? I, well, I made a what face? You know, like a what face from from distance. Didn't like actually. a young Ronaldo. <laughs> what that <laughs> kind of face? What? 
mm. and they, yeah. they, they looked away, they, they averted their eyes, <clears throat> which I think said it all. Mm. There you go. Mickey, your, your musings from Tuesday night? That's it. <laughs> no, it, it's, I mean, um, when was the last time we scored in open play? Was it beginning of Battle December? Battle of Trafalgar, as I said, yeah, 100 years ago. Exactly. It was a long it's, time, you know. It's, at the moment, without trying to be too critical, because I know that our resources aren't that of other clubs in the championship, but it, it is uninspiring. Tepid yep. is another word you could yep. use there, possibly. Um, and... Regardless to what people think, I think it's showing more and more and more that we are missing a George Savile type player in that midfield because we've got too many that do the same job. I think a good quality striker. I'm ever so slightly concerned that, you know, unfortunately, where I live, I was, I was fortunate enough to listen to, in fact, I'm not going to say I was fortunate because the geezer commentator is absolutely horrendous, but BBC Radio Berkshire's coverage of, of Reading on, on Tuesday night. Um, and, and they won 1-0 on the, yeah. the guy on BBC Radio Berkshire was insistent on saying, you know, like, if they lose tonight, he reckons that's it. They're yeah, going to go yeah. down. But they managed to pick up three and points. And they found the late gold. They found... Two points by Milton. Yeah. And I'll tell you <clears> something. <throat> I'm proverbially, absolutely myself mm. right now. Because I look at it and think, they've got the mask of Zora up front in Nelson Oliveira. Mm. You know, a man with a slashed up face. But he, he'll score you goals. Yeah. Mm. And, and they've gone and, you know what, fair enough, they ship goals. But they've tightened things up now. Yeah, Millwall don't concede many, mm. but they don't score many. We were we were saying with the we were saying with the Gested, um saga that we had. Was it the last day of the season transfer window? Yeah, or David, it, David it, it was a really will not there's, there's there's an element with that as well where there's there's obviously got to be something there behind the scenes in the sense that he was going to a team in the same division. Fair enough, position wise, not the same. His wages would have been covered. He would have got more game time, and. As much as I don't want to insult insult our uh, northern cousins up north, there's there's um you know there's the whole thing where a lot of people. I mean, Paul Gascoigne was a good example. You know, chose Tottenham over Manchester United because mm. it was the living in London. It's mm. the London life. You mm. know, when when Rooney was sort of being looked at by Chelsea, a lot of people were saying a lot about the London life. With all due respect to where is it Middlesbrough? Is he at? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. What's Middlesbrough got if you can match wages and bonuses and this game time? That London hasn't. A very, they've got a very lively sports direct store up there. That they? might be. That might be what it is. <coughs> very Fair lively. Play. Very yeah. lively. It, it might be the two tone seats in the stadium. But, the, but, the but proximity to Newcastle. We've had indeed. But but that's but that's the point I'm making. Something must have happened there where you've got. It's not as if he's gone down to League One or League Two. We've had some bad luck. Sorry. Uh, no no no. I, I, I just want to pause it because we're going to go to a break. Mm. I've got a better question for you now. Obviously, you know, Gested at Borough, Tony Pulis is there. But do you reckon he's thought about it and looked and gone? Playing under Neil Harris, like, don't get me wrong, the guy's an absolute legend. But playing under Neil Harris, mm. looking at how things are going at the moment, do I want to be stuck there for six months? Let's let's take a pause, mm. have a think on it. O two o eight seventy twenty five five eight. If you want to get involved tonight, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We would. This program was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Yeah, uh, 2-2 between Sunderland and Accrington 
in League One tonight. QPR nil, Watford one is still the score at Loftus Road. Of course, we're going to be looking ahead to a big London derby tomorrow. Millwall taking on uh, the Wombles of Wimbledon at Kings Meadow in the FA Cup. Gents, we're talking about you know Millwall's lack of fire up uh, firepower up front, and obviously Rudy Gestead was some that you know we expected to see potentially come in at the Den, but. Are we looking at that? Are we looking at someone who potentially didn't want to play for, for, for Neil Harris, potentially didn't want to play for Millwall? Do you think there could have been anything after... I don't, I don't know. What what could have gone through Gusted's mind to say, you know what, I don't want to play for them? I, personally, I would query Gusted's, uh <clears throat> his character desire, whatever you want to call it, because you know to sit on the bench or not be a, you know, a first choice player at Middlesbrough okay that's that's a that's a big club Premier League ex-club um, but if you've got a chance of first team football and you're probably going to be a, a, a regular pick and you you know we speculated we, we're not privy to the finances but I don't think you'll be taking much of a hit on the on the wage front so why would you not want to play I I know that's the modern player for you and there's, there's a lot that um, fall into that category but the fact that you don't want to be a first choice pick, even if it is only from um, January through to to May, the end of the season. Um, for me, um, questions his character. So probably, you know, as much as it leaves us in the lurch, I'd say, you know, good riddance to him. If you don't want to play football, st- stick up there at Middlesbrough and sit on the bench. You know, that's that's probably the mm. best place for yeah, you. Yeah, we, we nearly we nearly have potentially like another what was it um, Nathan Tyson who played Thierry Racon, Thierry Racon. <laughs> you know those type of players, but. Is I, th- I think to a degree as well, you know, you don't want to knock the recruitment too much because they've they've done some fantastic signings over the last couple of years. But I think to a point, we put a lot of eggs in one basket with with uh, with Ben Marshall coming back. We thought that would be the the key, sort of the key, the prodigal mm. son returning. You know, he turned us down mm. for for whatever reason, and obviously money does play a big part in it. So I'm not going to sort of deny him that. But you know, he obviously turned us down, left under a reasonably grey cloud, came back, and the grey cloud went and. Let's be honest; he's not really sort of performed um, at the moment. But yeah, there, there, there no. was a reliance on that. No. Um, I, I've got serious questions, and, and Mickey, I know you know you don't want to sort of lambast the the club's mm. recruitment team, but we were talking about this back in sort of November, saying you know they were given late money with Tom Bradshaw and 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 late money with obviously the side of George Savile. Surely. If they had a bit more time, they could mm. they could have come up with someone else, and you know other bits and pieces would be done. And we were hoping that they would have done that. But when I look at other teams around um, Millwall right now, <coughs> you know, I'm I'm really concerned. I'm really really mm. really worried. And one one team I want to look at is QPR. Mm. QPR were horrendous at the start of the season. Let's be fair. Yeah, they lost but like they, seven one to they, West they, Brom. They got beat seven one by yeah. West Brom. But they looked at it and realised we have to make some changes. They've gone and bought Jeff Cameron in on loan. They bought uh, Hemed in on loan, and they bought Naki Wells in. On Is loan. it McLaren? Steve McLaren. Steve, Steve McLaren. Uh, you know uh, the Wally with the Broly. I think we've we've mentioned Steve McLaren before, and you know he's become this figure of fun because of the Broly and the Croatia thing. And but he's a and quality. the Dutch accent. Yeah, but he's a quality manager. He's mm. been round the track. He's come. He's a part of the Manchester United school. He's 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 had success at big clubs. He's a proper manager. Now I'm not knocking Neil Harris um, because he's a club legend, and we all know the story and the backstory. But at times, especially this season, I think we've seen some naive decision making at times. Mm. Um, the signings, the, the recruitment. Um, I know that's not strictly Neil's 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 province, but he's he's going to be a, a player in that game. Um, hasn't performed. We're, we're lacking a strike force. We've been unlucky. Bradshaw but, signing, getting injured is 
bad I, luck. I mean, I mean, Nick, I, I, I agree with you 99% of the time. But I disagree with you on that because I look at a QPR side who, let's be fair, have underachieved since they've dropped back into the championship. They've had FFP issues. Their whole squad has been stripped. Mm. Everyone upon everyone who had a wage has gone. Neda Manua, who basically had his own berth at right back there for years because... You know, let's be fair, he was on a crazy contract, has gone. Henry went, you know, Sharon Sherry or Tajaron Sherry, whatever you pronounce it, mm. has, has gone. Everyone on a big wage went. Yet you're telling me that someone wouldn't want to come to Millwall, a club that nearly crashed the playoffs, let's mm. be fair, who had an outstanding season last season, someone wouldn't want to go there. I, I disagree with that. I think there's also a point. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mm. mean to cut you off, no. didn't it? Apologies. No. Um, I think there's also. This could border slightly on the naivety, so I don't want to get, I don't want to have too many people have a pop. But where Neil Harris has got this, you know, you've got to be a mill type player, and he said in the past, you know, we've had players offered to us, and they like the clubs have said they've got to play a certain amount of games, and they've got to do a certain amount of this. And is he taking that too literally and thinking, do you know what, I might have to relax that a bit because I, if you're giving me someone who, like a Gusted, let's say for example, he, he hits a decent run of form, he gets you 15 goals for the rest of the season. We've not had a striker who scored 15 goals for a season for years, like a, a second tier level. Do you think Neil Harris might have said <clears throat> there is an element of this Gusted not being that mill type player, but he's too strict with his. Well, he's, Gusted's clearly not a mill type player mm. for the reasons we've just said. He would prefer, oh, no, to, yeah. prefer to sit up at Middlesbrough and, you know, kicking his heels. So that's not a mill wall type player in inverted mm. commas. Um, I, I, I don't think it's incorrect to want the the classic Millwall style player, um, but we didn't get any players, so you know that's 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 my problem from this particular transfer window. We've got a clear um, injury issue. Um, Gusted, if he was our target, and then it fades away, well, you should have a second target. It, mm. That's 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 the that's what the recruitment team is supposed to be for, you know, to have other options. And we didn't have other options. We were talking about um, is it Matt Smith or QPR? Mm. I think he was. Mm. He's been tagged for years. Kicked to around come for years. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe not. Um, but where's where's our second string? You know, that, that's 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 the problem, and it hasn't happened. And now we're in a real, real pickle because you know we're not scoring goals. We don't look like we're going to score mm. a goal. I think we could. Someone said online that we could have been playing till midnight on Tuesday. And I think we probably could have been playing till midnight and still wouldn't have got a goal. It just mm. wasn't that kind of team. And you know Morrison, we we love him to death, but I, my back's been kippered all week, listeners. And I know what it's like to get old and not be able to walk around. So mm. Steve, I feel for you, mate. Harry um, tweeted in saying, "I think you're being harsh. No one wants to come to the club <coughs> after the racism scandal, and that's." One day I didn't really want to touch him because I feel that I don't we've know moved if I've done from that. I, I don't know if I buy that. I, 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 that's an easy, an easy thing to say. I don't think mm. um, that a player. Um, I, I, I can't believe that a, a player of colour has not heard those words in Middlesbrough and every other place that you go to in this, in this country. It, you know, I'm not. Again, we'll say it again. We, no one's defending the 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 the, the Wallies that, that sang the song, but I don't believe that any player has come through their club system and not be aware that this their own club would have these 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 ingredients. So I don't buy that. That's that sounds like a, a get out. I, I, there would be other reasons why Rudy Gestead didn't want to come to London, and that's that that he's been and gone. But my criticism is why are we not looking at other players to take his place if he won't come or doesn't want to mm. come? I think there's there's. A degree of an element as well, where John Marquez is a is a good example, um, a player that Harry Harry rates a lot and would have back. I I, ra- I rate John Marquez as a striker when he's not playing for Millwall because I think his stats speak for itself. When he's at Millwall, he always seems to struggle. Um, but if you've got the likes of Sunderland, who 
fair enough, they've not been sort of like hitting the heights recently and they've had a few issues with buying players. But if I think they came in for what, one and a half million, two million pounds for Marquez, who let's be honest, isn't a isn't anywhere near a proven second tier player. He's he's very proven at League One level. League one, yeah. But would you if you're in a situation like Millwall where you're struggling and there is the potential you, you could go down and you know, you'd end up paying instalments if whatever happened with the Marquez transfer, would you be willing to pay two and a half mil for a player who is only a proven third-tier player. You've also got to ask whether John Marquis would want to come back to Millwall. I mean, he, mm. he, he wasn't. Um, he's a Millwall fan. He's a local boy. He's he's, he's one of us. Mm. But he got slaughtered in in our wearing our colours. I mean, people were really really harsh on him, and he didn't get the goals. And you know, one thing leads into the other. So it's all very well to say get John Marquis back, sign him for whatever whatever fee. But the boy's got to be looking at his own career and but maybe he's best away from the den. I, I'm looking at something like the loan market as well and saying, why wasn't that utilised properly? Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, someone like Hull picking up um, Will Keane, no, sorry, Ipswich picking up Will <coughs> Keane, who I reckon could get you five to six goals or five yeah, to ten goals. Yeah, and that's goals. what you need this stage of the season. That, that will just basically you know, get you over the line, get you to the summer where you can do your business properly. Luck plays its part. We had, you know, we against Rotherham, we've had a last minute goal that should have been a goal that was kicked away off the line from Lee Gregory. We had that um, Tuesday night, we had a, a chance cleared off the line. I think it was Ben Marshall, header in the second half mm. that, that was on target and was cleared off the line. So, you know, luck plays its part. The, the problem that we have is we're not creating enough chances. Um, more chances create, um, believe it or not, the more goals you're probably mm. going to get. And, you know, that's, that's, that's our problem. Um, Lee Gregory is a, a more than willing workhorse for us. He gives every, 100% every game, so I'm, I'll never criticise him. But unless you're giving him five chances, you're probably not going to get the one goal that wins the game. Yeah, the thing is with Lee Gregory as well, and if you look at, if you look at Sheffield Wednesday's defence, and again, this isn't taking anything away from Lee Gregory as a player, I think he's a phenomenal footballer, don't get me wrong, but they didn't seem troubled by him. He cannot play that <coughs> role because they, like, they're, they're, two big bo- they're two big boys, and same with Rotherham. You play it up to him. He can't bring a ball down against centre half. So no, a six foot three, no, six foot four, he no. can't do that. He's not the type of player who can necessarily hold a ball up that long. You know, you've you've got like a Steve Morrison who will back into a player, yeah. or um, from years ago, years and years ago, should I say, like a Paul Moody who will back e- into a player. Even a Tom Elliott, would, even a Tom Elliott would, would, would back into us. a player. But yeah. you can't play a game where you've got a number nine who's who naturally runs onto a no. ball or a ball's played over the top. You just can't do it, and it's no. No knock on him. No. Uh, let's take a pause. We're going to begin our preview to the game against Wimbledon. We're going to be talking uh, to a former Millwall man and uh, a man who played for Wimbledon as well. A little bit later on, he's going to be giving us an opposition view. Plus, we've got the all-important club shop update. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. we go oh we're back it's the last sport radio here we go uh with your number one millwall podcast out there may i just number one number one what one number one number one <laughs> millwall podcast achtung millwall available for you from all your nick hart and friends podcast retailers on acast.com as well as love sport radio. nick hart's hoot and annie yeah <laughs> <laughs> the millwall version of pierre pierce morgan's whatever it is he has pierce morgan <laughs> Let's Not that you like Piers. Let's move on. Yeah. Nick, Nick Hart's deadliest men. <laughs> I said, you'd be a really good reporter out there. You know, like you go, like you know, I'm in the streets of Bromley. <laughs> South Bermondsey <laughs> to find. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. Right, uh, yeah. Harry's Harry's told us we're doom mongers and Millwall going to start. Anyway, you want to talk about Fred on your dimmer baby? Fred, oh Fred, Fred, Fred. Um, they were calling your name on on Tuesday night, and this was your big moment. And on he came. Um, on your dimmer, on he came. Uh, about ten on the minutes. Floor. On ten minutes to go, was it? It, it, it was late. Oh, I'll tell inside was... the last ten. Do you, know, do you know what? Talking of Danny Dyer earlier on, Nick, it reminded me of Danny Dyer in Meme Machine. You know that bit where he's just... I'm in the squad. Yeah, I'm in the squad. I'm in the squad. I'm in the squad. Oh, yeah, that really enthusiastic player who's like, oh, bless him. And I so, he tries. I so wanted Fred to come on and get that finish. And there, then suddenly the moment broke, didn't it? It, it was, was there. It was there. It was, it, they were, uh, Sheffield were pressing falls. We dispossessed them. I think he chased down a ball and won it back, yep, didn't he? Yeah. And and then he was broke into the into the box, and then he started disco dancing. It was step over. It was Ronaldo, Cristiano as well, mm. or, or John Cleese from Forty Towers, <laughs> as some bloke put on Twitter. That's how bad the step overs were. And poor old Freddie fell over <laughs> right at the moment Have when you, you wanted you a Hollywood see? finish, Aaron. Did you got a Paul Hollywood he finish. Was sa- he was saving that for Valentine's <laughs> night. Oh, did you not see it? 
Oh, Fred. Um, it was, you know, I, I so wanted that to be the moment where you, you kind of um, ram the criticism back down the throats of, your, of, 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 the, of the crack callers in the audience, but no, it went wrong, and I don't know. I um, think the best other way you can compare it is, do you remember that really old Simpsons episode where Homer's on the skateboard going over the Grand Canyon, and he's like, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. No, and then just falls over. That was basically. It reminded me of these Darwin Award videos where someone does something really clever and then falls over <laughs> flat on their face. You know, um, it would have been a great goal if only he'd got a shot away on target. If only um, stayed on his feet. So poor Fred. Um, he did bring some pace into the forward line. You know, being serious, that is what we're lacking. He can't play tomorrow because he's cup tied. But given that we are. Getting How stupid is that, by the way? <laughs> oh no! And and Ben Thompson, like our like our supposed right. best player, we've how, got. How do you let a player go out? But we've got to go back to the management because you know you've got them on loan. You, if you're even thinking to yourself they're going to come back, in which case, no, they can't play FA Cup games because we might need them. But they haven't thought of that, and you think, oh, geez, you know. that's that's the thing with injury and cup ties. We've got like seven players out tomorrow. Yeah, is. But saying that, it, it works against Everton. Keep the faith. But, you know, Fred, I, I, you know, disco dance um, pratfalls aside, um, I do think he, he can give us something. We, we need something up front. We need some pace. He does have pace. I, I still want to believe in you, Fred, if you're listening. Um, I want you to do well. But, you know, uh, you don't get many chances. That's, that's the mm. thing. He was only given, um, it might even been less than 10 minutes. It was probably eight minutes of regular time and then whatever we get in, in, in extra time. So... Um, that's that's not good enough. Um, he's been brought back from Wickham. I think he's been no point in bringing Fred back unless we're going to give him more time. There, there was no, mm. it's it's not fair on him, and it's it would affect his career potentially. So you know, I, I don't see why we've brought him back if we're not going to play him. So give him at least twenty minutes. Give him at least half an mm. hour. It's it's like with this. I mean, I know we were saying about holding the ball up, and then you know, and then, and that sounds like I'm going to criticise bringing Morrison on, but. As you you were saying, you've you've got two young players there, and Ben Thompson, who's a, who's you know been getting all plaudits like mm. we were saying last week. You've got two players there who are absolutely itching to play. Two young, enthusiastic with players with energy. They want to make it happen exactly. And you don't play one of them, Ben Thompson, who's arguably and how the, how dull was our midfield? You yeah, know, you, you yeah. Know. You needed a Ben Thompson in there, and it was like the week before against Rotherham, he took Ben Thompson off. For Marshall, and it's like you're defeating the object of what you've brought him back for. And again, I'm not criticising Neil Harris too well, much. You know, we, we, we're clearly not privy for, to the you know the inside of football thinking, and we're not football mm. men. All we are are mere paying customers. And there may be deeper games going on in the team than we can see. But you know, I can see a dull game, and you know, I can see a game that's crying out for some something to happen. And you've got players on the bench. Um, Fred, yeah, Fred, you know, bring bring him in, but give him some time, in, in mm. fairness. And Ben Thompson, the, the midfield was looking as dull as dishwater, and then, you know, we've got a player that, as you say rightly, wants to get involved, so... And, and also put, as well... Put two and two together, you know. And also as well, which is another strange one, sounds like it's a bit of a Neil Harris bash tonight, doesn't it? But... Well, we wouldn't be doing it if we weren't struggling from the relegation zone, would we? We'd be praising no, them to exactly, that exactly. it's a results business. But, if, but you've got Shane Ferguson on the bench as well, a player who, yes, he had a... Sh- dodgy start and dodgy season last year but recently he's been uh, not even arguably he's been our best player we've given yeah. this new contract where new I don't deal. know how long it's going to yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm not sure how long it's going to be but he's been given a new deal and again you just you drop him completely for Ben Marshall and only give him 10 minutes at the end of a game but these are players who can change games and these are players who if they can't change games by what they do on the ball just their presence can change a game you know yeah. like that energy and you're not putting them on 
and I can't I can't work out why. What I've noticed as well is that you know these midweek fixes at the den that the attendances are dropping, mm-hmm. and and I don't know if it's a case of you know people don't want to go to the game or if it's this Sky Sports thing, multi-view thing. It plays a part. I mean, I nearly didn't go. I'm going to be absolutely, if it's the confessional, um, you know, and, and I'm speaking to my uh, to my priest here, I'm going, to, I'm going to let you in on the fact that I nearly didn't go for the reason that I could press a red button, sit in my nice, comfortable front room and watch it for, mm. you know, without shifting out of the house. So, um, and people go to work and it's a big chunk out of your evening to, to, to lug. And if you're not going to see compulsive football, and we're not, um, who can blame anyone for, for taking the easy option? I mm. don't. Um, I think you're right, Aaron. I think that the midweek attendances do struggle. And there's easier options, unfortunately, now. And, and you know, that's that's why. It's, it's it's amazing, though. If you look at Brentford, they had a full house. Obviously, Dean Smith returning mm. was a big puller. But they've been scoring goals. I mean, was it sort of exactly. four or five goals? They're, play, the they're playing decent football. <clears throat> and the Dungeon Rock was only a 1-0 against Aston Villa. They, they look busy. Uh, I was sort of flicking through all the different games, just like watching all the bits and pieces. Reading was empty, um, Ipswich was empty, you know. And you just wonder if people are being turned on by Sky and they want to sit at home and and, and be Sky. Up. You've also got European football. I think was that Tuesday night was the Champions League. Football, well, there was, yeah, there was. I know it's always Champions on, League. but you know, people. If there's no big draw to get yourself out of the house and go to, go to watch Millwall, and you know you. <laughs> at the moment, there isn't much. You're going to get down to the yeah, hardcore yeah, very quickly. That's, that's what it comes down to, Nick, at the end of the day. I mean, last season, and I'm not saying Millwall fans are fickle by any means or, or football fans are fickle, but it's just how it works. If you've got a good, entertaining brand of football and people are watching it, or sorry, and, you, and you're winning, should I say, and p- people will watch it. If even, you are, even if you're not winning. Like, there was a point where Brentford were, were playing good football but not getting the no, results. No but, that, no, but that's what I'm saying. That the, the football, all right, maybe the, the winning aside. So I'll correct myself there. Oh, look, eight, nine. Offside. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Luke 9 mm, Shame. They'll probably make another, another episode in a documentary about it. But... Um, I think also Neil's post-match comments are attracting increasing comment. Um, I think he described the first half as it wasn't mag- was it magnificent? He said it was or fantastic. Performance? Yeah, and he said that Joel Narcher didn't touch the ball for twenty or touch the ball once in twenty-seven minutes or Good. something like that. You know, and, and no one <laughs> exactly, and everyone panicked then. No, I'm joke. Again, people want to get behind Neil Harris, and and you know tomorrow's FA Cup day, so that's that's a, a wonderful distraction tomorrow, but. Um, I think at some point you start to fall into a trap of saying things are fantastic when they're not, and mm. you know a bit of honesty at, at times goes goes a fair distance. Should we take a pause? Why not? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. We'll be back with letters to Nick next. For the fans, by the fans, Love Sport Radio. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio with uh, your number one, your number one Millwall podcast. Easy, easy listening there. station. Easy listening. <laughs> Middle of the road. For your Friday night. Easy listening. Listen, for the, for how 40s. do you uh, have your porridge in the morning? <laughs> I've got a letter from... Um, oh, there, there it is. There is the letter. Um, sent to me from Matt Webb. God, is that, is that falling out of your bulging sack of mail? Yeah, man? the postman's just brought it in. It's bulging this week. <laughs> My, my sack is bulging. Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's bulge. Anyway, letter from Matt Webb. Big big shout out to Matt Webb. Nick, can you do me a favour and say hello to Ronnie Webb? So I'm going to say hello, Ronnie, on the Love Sport Radio Show. 
Uh, he's listening to today's, tonight's show, and it would make his day. Um, Ronnie was the boy on the PA at the Den back in Bolton uh, in, in November for the Bolton Junior Takeover Day. And I, I remember you, Ronnie, because you did a fantastic job on that Takeover Day, mate, and that was wonderful. And I see you one day sitting where Aaron Paul is sitting. I see you in that role, so I want to see you develop that talent Hone of yours. Hone that craft. Hone that craft, mate, and one day you two will be doing your own radio show, so well done. And um, big thank you to Matt Webb for sending that in to us. That's, that's really nice. What you what you want to be doing, Ronnie, this is just a top tip from myself and uh, and Nick, is you need to um, you, you need to practice just three words. Three words. Go on. Go on. Bye for now. That's it. That's all you need to do. <laughs> just practice. Bye for now. Bye for now. And you need to also, do you know one thing you could practice is just, you know, like to welcome the teams, supporters, players, f- officials, officials. coaches, right. uh, water boys of X, Y, Z. Insert team they here who have made the insert distance, long, short, medium, mm. gravelly train journey here from insert location. Mm. Do you know what, what one thing is? It's Ronnie, isn't it? We were yeah. saying one yeah. thing Ronnie must do is let us know when Mr. Den has left the stadium as mm. well. Yes, very yes, important. that's very important. Just last one for you, Ronnie, as uh, we'll close out on this little uh, tutorial. And this is an old school one. You, you've got to, at the end of the match, you've got to tell your, tell your friends to tell their friends to come mm. back in two weeks' time for the visit of Preston North End yes. at the Den on 23rd of October. And it, uh, always of, uh, must, yeah, it must always be enthusiastic after the fourth consecutive nil-nil draw as well. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, let them all come down to the Den, you know. Well done, Ronnie. Thanks, good, Ronnie. Good stuff, mate. Nice one. Thank you. For more letters to Nick Hart. Yeah, I like that. That's week. nice. I like that. I could do that for a living, actually, reading that kind of yeah. stuff out. People pay me to, to listen to that, don't they? Mm. Can you get your sack off the desk now? <laughs> <laughs> your bulging sack. There it is. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, 2 2 between Sunderland and Acklington Stanley in League One at the moment. They're into four minutes sort of added on time at Loftus Road. QPR nil. Watford won in the FA Cup. Are you up for the cup? I am, I am, I am. I think it's, I, I said on the show Tuesday, I don't know what you think, Michael, but I think the Cup is a wonderful distraction from what is a very dreary, dull season, and it offers um, a bit of flash and excitement. Um, so, you know, we've got to get past Wimbledon. In a funny way, I fancy there's more against Devon than I do <laughs> travelling to um, to the Cherry Red Stadium tomorrow. Um, I think we're at our best as the underdogs, and tomorrow we're very much seen, I think, as the uh, the favoured side. So, um, those are the danger times, and also we've we've got um, striking issues. So, mm. um, but no, uh, a cup run would be provide some much needed relief. As long as we survive in the championship, um, a nice cup run would do very nicely. Thank mm. you very much. I think we need to be careful because I've, I've said to our uh, to our friend across the desk, Mr. Paul, there yeah. that if you actually look at AFC Wimbledon, um, it's a, it's a, not a false position is the wrong way of putting it. But if you look at their goals conceded compared to the other sides around them. They've not actually that. They've not actually conceded that many goals. They're not a bad side defensively. They just can't score. So they scored enough against West Ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, that and was a strong and, performance. And that's what I was just going to say there. You know that they sort of turned. They turned up against West Ham, and you know to score one or two is a smash and grab. But to score four is an absolute round. And, and what, I, what I'm picking up because I've followed a little bit of the um, social media this week. There's one of their players. I don't know his name. He's got like a, a hipster waggy. Beard. Wagstaff. Wagstaff. Scott, mm. Scott Wagstaff. He's got in for like a hipster beard, but he's got he's dyed um, blue and blue and yellow. And you know that's he'll get some stick for that tomorrow, mm. obviously. But that's the kind of thing 
that unifies a team. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, it's not going to be any easy task tomorrow. It's, a, it's going to be a tight little stadium, almost non league type stadium. Mm. Um, every time I've seen the images, it reminds me of going to Staines Town a few years ago. Anyone that went on that trip to Staines, um, one all, we drew at Staines. And this has got that kind of feeling. I think we'll do well to get past ju- them, ju- it. Just my top tip to everyone. Mm. Just my top tip to everyone. Don't go. When you go inside Kings Meadow. Mm hmm. The chips are horrendous, and, and they make no money for the club. Spend at the club, spend inside the club bar, because effectively, you know, this is a, a football club who, who once upon a time, I think, you know, would have been rivals with Millwall back mm. in the day, but right now is a club that has, you know, sort of resurrected itself mm. fully after being, you know, sold. story. Sold. Well, I, th- I think it's the greatest football story ever told. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, sold, you know, mercilessly at the at the hands of uh, of, of the FA. Yeah. Mm. Um, buy inside the club. Go, go and have a drink in, in the club bars. Go and, go and drink the local Wimbledon beer. But mm. the chips, stay away. They are horrendous. And the lady will put you into a false sense of security. And she'll say, yeah, they're great. They're not. Yeah, they're not. Just sit in the corner with Uncle Bulgaria, have a pint. Uncle Bulgaria, Madame Cholet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hayden's a great guy as well, by the way, the Womble. Great Moving, the, the new stadium's been built as well, isn't it? The, yeah, um, Plough Lane. The, on the old uh, Greyhound Stadium. Yeah, keep, keeping a really close eye on that at the moment. And, and that's things you need, because there's, like you were saying, with like with the beard thing, you know, that's showing the connection to the club, you know, yeah. and like the, the history. I know AFC Wimbledon, for example, don't have much of a history because of... Uh, the crime that happened to him, what, in 2004, 2003, whenever it was. But, you know, it's like, you know, our fans want us to go back there. We want to go back home, you know. Mm. We, we might be bottom of League One and top of League Two or struggling, you know, like threatening, threatening with going back down into conferences in a few years. But, you know, we're together, we're a team. And that's, and that's as you were saying, Nick, it's going to be difficult to play against. Difficult fixture tomorrow. I mean, it's a big fixture. Fifth round football. Um... Quarterfinals with a prospect of one of the big names, so there's a lot of stake. I mean, one of the articles I saw on the news at them was the prize money. It's quite substantial at this at this stage, three hundred and sixty thousand, mm. I think it is, if you get through to the quarterfinals. So no, you know, no mean amount. So both teams will be fighting hard for that, and I, I think we're. Uh, and it's also played to a finish tomorrow. Could buy you a lot of sweeties. That really, really could. Uh, up next, we're going to come back with your club shop update. Love Sport Radio, the station giving fans a voice. Quarter to ten across the capital. It's my favourite time of the week. This is some of the club shop update. Young Mickey Avery. He's like a he's like a young Dale Winton in Supermarket <laughs> Sweet. Dale's phone, God rest his soul. He's just uh, he's he's he scours so, those so we, aisles. Yeah, we, we've got Nick with his bulging sack, and we've got me and my inflatable banana. Let's exactly, get going. exactly. Two hundred fifty quid. I mean, I mean, Mickey Avery, you've been doing a lot of research. A frightening amount of research. Um, I mean, you presented us with like a full blown dossier with <laughs> images, and you know what? I'm really, really happy uh, to to see this. So, yeah, do you want to lead us off? I think I think we'll start. So, um, in, in true QVC style. <laughs> um, so, do uh, do people still think Mill and not with the times and modern society? Are the Lions fans stuck in their ways? And do the people in South Bermondsey have one foot in the past? Well, the answer to all these is clearly no. As you will now find on the Mill Club Shop, the classic iPhone 6 Mill phone cover. <laughs> that's hip. Hold that's on, the, is, we, that's the, is that the latest model? We're on 10. <laughs> we're on 10. 
So the six is in stock <laughs> yeah. at a price of £4 and with 50% off. That's £4, ladies and gentlemen. You can be the envy of Gibraltar, Jersey, Guernsey and any other British state caught in a time warp. It's a, it's, a, it's a phone case with a curiously edgy font. It's got like a jagged kind of 28 days later font. But then the the uh, the badge is melting on it, isn't it? It's got like someone's splattered it with paint. I'll tell melted. you something. I reckon you could go to some countries in the world and ship these out. You know that? Down, in downtown Mogadishu, <laughs> where the iPhone six are, rules, they yeah. are <laughs> clambering out of their chairs for these. For these, how much is that? How ones? much they're charging for that? It's four pounds. Fifty percent off, Nick. That's a bargain. That, that that I'd say that's a deal. Yeah. That's deal. a bargain, Nick. You, you picked out anything, pal? Um, I'm, I'm liking the the Millwall Mophead pen. I actually thought it resembled one of these Borneo kind of um, voodoo doll things. You ward away the evil spirits, the voodoo man. Um, but I'm not sticking to the script here. Michael's written me a script, so I thought it looked like that. But anyway, um, he says it looks like Jason Price. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a very average, basic pen with a with a bizarre mop head stuck on top of it. Um, advertised at £2, and you two can have a writing accessory. What kind of things could you sign? With? Maybe, a, maybe a, a, a leading striker could sign a contract. You could sign your mail. <laughs> I could sign my mail. Um, and it's it's a snip at two pounds. Um, it's in stock. It's in. That's a crucial thing. Critical thing. It is in stock. That's the crucial thing. Now, um, I, I want to just focus on one item because there, there's a, a very very nice um, young lady who tweeted out yesterday talking. She's a Millwall fan, by the way. Talked about Valentine's Day and how it's just a commercial cringe fest. I'll use those words. She very talked true. about how she got a three course meal cooked for me, a bunch of roses, breakfast in bed, a spa day, weekend away. <laughs> Meal booked and a trip to the cinema. She said she thinks she likes Valentine's Day. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to do a pen drop like Obama. (laughs) You haven't had a Millwall mini Bellina Teddy. And guess what? It's in stock. If you need to get the little one, maybe someone you love, a new Teddy. But you can't afford the £13 you need for all 10 inches of Zampa. Never fear. Never fear. You can get your hands on a mini Bellina for only nine quid. You can have hours of entertainment and fun as due to Bellina's open mouth expression, <laughs> expression you can recreate classic <laughs> moments such as... And legs akimbo. I mean, it's the most bizarre looking object. Listen, you've got to check out this club shop. Ouch, I've trod on Lego. Ouch, I've accidentally got a dish out the oven without oven gloves. And the recent, how the beep in hell have you missed from there, Lee Gregory, after last week's Rotherham game. The main thing is, though, Mickey Avery... It's in stock. It's in stock. It's in stock. And I'll tell you what as well. It's not shifted. The best one that not only are you going to get that for uh, Valentine's, what if you forgot, Aaron? What if you forgot Valentine's Day? Well, if you're going to the beanbag tomorrow and you didn't get anything for the partner in your life and you need a quick prezi to calm them down, look no further than the Mill Pink Mug and Scarf sets. (laughs) Coming in at £7.50 and with 50% off. That's right. £7.50. Don't delay and get yourself down to the den tomorrow for this great gift. But Nick, the, well, the, I'm just I'm just actually pondering the idea of the teaming up a mug with a scarf. It's quite a radical idea, isn't it? I mean, not two items that generally go together. Really, you might put gloves and scarf together. You might put spoon and mug together. But the idea of a scarf and mug is is radical. This, this is, is Mill. They're trying to be so, innovative. So are you going to go down and get new. one tomorrow, Nick? I, 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 sh- I might pick one. I'm, actually, I'm looking more to be honest. If, if it's mugs, if mugs is our game. No, indeed. I'm looking more at the Mill camouflage. Mug. The what? The, sorry, what? The Mill camouflage mug. The camouflage. Surely I mean, that's the camouf- a typo from well, me, Nick, isn't 
<laughs> let's not be messing around with this conventionality camouflage business. We deal in camouflage at the den. That's uh, that's that one from uh, that's that new coating from Moldova, isn't it? That's <laughs> the one you know you get, and it just it just repels everything. It's it's camouflage, but it's it's not not your conventional shades of green and brown as you might need if you're a survivalist in some you know kind of uh, compound in deep in Iowa or somewhere. But yeah. if you're in the war-torn ghettos of Deptford, blue, you need camouflage. Camouflage might come in handy. I don't know, but it's it's again it's a six pound. That's a lot for a mug. A mug, a camouflage, mug. especially with incorrect camouflage. <laughs> um, but it's in stock, listeners. So get yourself a camouflage mug Ca- if you're an action South London action men. Get yourself. But the problem you've got is mug. though, as it says there, even though they're in stock, you won't find them. Yeah. Only available online. <laughs> no, due to the camouflage. <laughs> the camouflage. They'll be blending in the walls. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to see it. That. By the way, to that uh, young lady who put out the tweet, if you are interested in my Belina Teddy, uh, all of my... <laughs> how many inches? At media ten Aaron. inches of Aaron's cam- no, no, camouflage mug. No, 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 ten inches of Zampa <laughs> and my... Um, mini well, Belina. My mini Belina. <laughs> Hook me up. Give me a shout. At media Aaron. And it only t- cost you nine quid. The club shop website is a, is, a, is a rich rich vein of. Do you know what? Uh, uh, next week, I think. Well, this week I was hoping we would be specialising in homewares because it's obviously the day after Valentine's Day. A lot of people, you know, getting engaged, but a lot of people getting divorced. I mean, you know, because divorced, breaking up with their partners because they've forgotten about Valentine's they, Day. They, yeah. they could not have got the pink mug and scarf set, and that could have oh, been the well, day. Could have been the short of if, camera, I mean, you know? Mill could have let them down. Not in stock. They could have let them down. So, uh, Mickey, next week, can we focus on the? I'm breaking up with my partner homeware section. I'm thinking duvets, wallpaper, <laughs> gift bags, other, other stuff, you yeah, know. The, the, the um, bedroom and bathroom section drop-down of the uh, club shop is uh, very interesting. There you go. There we go. Well, you know what? We look forward to another edition of the club shop update, don't we? Fantastic. Nothing, nothing, nothing says romance more than a Millwall toilet brush. No, no. that's <laughs> There's nothing I want more in my life than that Millwall supporting uh, fan with my mini Bellina. Anyway, let's look on at the uh, the FA Cup. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the lowdown with Wimbledon right now. They brought in Wally Downs. They're rock bottom of League One. They picked up three points against Walsall, though, yeah, uh, midweek. Week. Steve yep. Seddon with a great goal. Now, there's a lot of fans on social media who are, who are, are talking about treachery from, from, the, from the Wimbledon players, saying that they're only playing there to get themselves in the outshot window, as oh. Harry Redknapp would say. Getting themselves in the shot window so that they can go and get themselves a club. I'll tell you something for free. Some of those players, if you paid a fee for them, you need to be looked at, pal, because some of them are an absolute shambles. But it seems that Wally's got them working hard. They're working hard. They're running. They're energetic. You know, they, they're missing Lyle Taylor. Then again, you mm. look at the opposite end and the impact he's had there. If they had Lyle Taylor, they'd be comfortably... You've got a couple of first-choice players out, not, not available tomorrow, I was reading today. I um, can't remember which ones, but they, 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 it won't be their full-strength first-choice side. No, they, 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 won't, they won't have a, a, a full-strength side uh, to, to go for. But I'll be... If Millwall don't come away with something, I'll be shocked. We, sh- we should. Mm. And, you know, the, the relative form of both sides, well, position, um, should... Um, mean that we're the favourites to go through. It's a one-off game, which is unusual now in the, in the fifth round. I think they've changed the rules, so it's extra and penalty shootout. Um, so yeah, we, we we should win it, but it's going to be about the team that um, that applies himself and, and and do the work. I, I'm hopeful. I, I don't think we are such um, you know our team aren't full of megastars, so you know this won't be a surprise to them. They, they've come from. This level of football themselves, for the most part, so the the, the atmosphere and the stadium and and the, and the tight conditions won't be a surprise to them. But uh, anything less than one hundred percent from Millwall, and I think we've got problems tomorrow. 
Um, looking at the uh, the team news, and James Hansen and Kwesi Appiah are both ruled out for Wimbledon. Tom Elliott is a doubt to start against his former club. Lee Gregory is in contention. Ben Marshall, Ben Thompson, both cup-tied. Uh, just a couple of stats. Wimbledon have never beaten Millwall, drawing two, losing two of the four meetings in all competitions. First meeting was, of course, a 4-1 victory for the Lions in 2009. Mm. Um, first league winning eight for, for, for Wimbledon the first time they've ever made the fifth round of the FA Cup as as AFC Wimbledon of course they won it as Wimbledon, as Wimbledon football yeah. club yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah this is only the second FA Cup fixture in the last 14 that Millwall will play at home they've lost their last four FA Cup matches on the road and I, I've, I've read some bits about giant killings in the past few days a lot of people talking about Millwall's uh, as big giant killers especially at the den how yeah. do you how do you look at your chances away from home away from home I don't fancy us ever so much as as at the den I mean that was a great uh, table I don't know if you saw it Michael it was a BBC um, article um, league table of giant killers I, mm. I, oh, I yeah. think Southampton came Southampton top, top yeah. but as is Southampton as in the league one side of a mm. few years ago I think their last giant killing was strange over Blackpool so that's how mm. the how the wheel turns you know um, and we, we've got this great track record of beating bigger sides and I think probably in you know in historical terms we've always been a team that fancies ourselves against bigger opponents especially at the den because the atmosphere and the kind of tight conditions of Coldblow Lane historically and now Zampa Road lend themselves so well to that, that kind of night. We saw it against Everton. Um, tomorrow's, tomorrow's trip, I think, will be, will be tough because it's going to be a little bit like being back in League One. It's going to be a little bit like a, yeah. a tough old away fixture um, and we need a result. It's, it's got to finish one way or the other tomorrow. So I, I, I do think there's not even the luxury of a replay if we can mm. scramble that out there, you know. So I, no, I, 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 I'm not taking it lightly tomorrow, and I don't think the squad, in fairness, I don't think Neil Harris. I know we've we've spent a bit of time digging at him tonight, um, but I don't think he he's going to be more than well aware of what's required tomorrow, mm. um, and I think we'll get a performance at least yeah. from that team. Mm. But you know what will happen? We'll win, and then we'll get someone shocking. They'll win, and they'll get Man United. <laughs> <laughs> quarterfinals. I mean, if yeah. we get past Wimbledon's well, yeah, quarterfinals, exactly. I mean, it's serious yeah, work. It's, it's a big incentive. It's a serious it's a big stuff. Incentive. And, and with the teams we've been knocked out so far, you know, we've got a good chance of getting quite far. We are up for the cup. Let's have your predos. Wimbledon, Millwall tomorrow at three o'clock at Kings Meadow. Mi- uh, Wimbledon, nil, Millwall, one. Two, nil, Millwall. One, one. I've oh, the fence. Penalty shootout. Was your penalty shootout? Yeah, penos. Don't know who, though. Don't know, don't know who, don't though. Know. Uh, have a great week. It's, uh, it's Acton Millwall. The world's number one Millwall podcast. podcast. Thanks, uh, thanks to Pads for pressing the buttons. I'm back Monday night. We talk all things Arsenal and uh, Brentford. Michael, I'll leave you today. Bye for now. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.